So the producer um, inflation came out yesterday and much softer than was expected, Manisha. Yes, Sakina. So it was the release of PPI data yesterday and encouragingly that revealed that inflationary pressures at the producer level declined rather notably, coming in at 5.9% in year-on-year terms. Now, this is the softest PPI inflation we've seen over in over a year. And PPI is measured in a similar way to consumer inflation where there are different subcategories. And in this regard, the main driver of the decline in January was softer manufactured food inflation. And this is a very favorable development. You know, it suggests that the impact of a very protracted period of drought is finally starting to fade, although That said, the fall armyworm pest, which has ravaged crops in certain parts of the country, is a risk factor to keep in mind. And then, interestingly, producer inflation for metals and machinery and transport equipment also declined. Now, what this suggests is that RAND strength possibly may be having a favorable impact from an FX import perspective. And... On balance, there are various indicators, including, for instance, a very weak domestic demand environment and the RAND, which um, should it retain resilience, and it has performed impressively this week as well, which hints at scope for a moderation in headline PPI in the months to come. And that, in turn, is a very positive for prices at the consumer level. But what does all of this mean for interest rates, Manisha? So the Reserve Bank's, their primary mandate is one of price stability and keeping inflation in check. So softer inflation is obviously a favorable development, especially with the growth climate still as comparatively weak as it is. But that being said, headline CPI remains outside the Reserve Bank's target band, and that suggests that the bank could retain a more cautious monetary policy bias in the near term, but should we start to see inflation decelerate more rapidly in the medium term, it would give them some room to loosen monetary policy, but we'd only expect that around the third or the fourth quarter of the year. And then the Department of Energy is today uh, scheduled to announce the fuel price change for March what can we expect? Yes, so, so you know, some slightly positive news in that we can expect some marginal reprieve in terms of the fuel price. Uh, the latest data, which is given to us by the Central Energy Fund, reveals an over-recovery of around $0.06 cents on the price of 95 unleaded petrol. So that $0.06 cents decline would take the fuel price down to around 13 rand 56 a litre as of the 1st of March. And this follows two very hefty price increases in the first two months of the year. Now, it's only a $0.06 decline, but that decline or that that over-recovery has stemmed from favorable movements in the RAND exchange rate, and that has sufficiently offset the impact of higher global oil prices. And this is a very interesting example of how RAND strength has a direct impact on the consumer. But unfortunately, though, fuel prices, they are still around 15% higher compared to this time last year, and that's partly owing to a low base. And fuel prices could also remain comparatively high in the near term. And I just want to quickly touch on that because Finance Minister Gordon on Wednesday, he announced that we'll see a $0.30 a litre increase in the fuel levy 
and a nine cents a litre increase in the road accident fund levy. And that will be implemented as of April the 1st. And recalling that last year, we saw a 30 cents a litre only on the fuel levy. So unfortunately, consumers are now going to be paying around 4 and 80 cents or 35% of every litre of fuel, of petrol, on indirect taxes.